Hello, welcome to episode 108 of Audi Tells All, the podcast. Welcome aboard, Desmond, for the first time to talk about your Cleveland sports teams. Hello, how's it going? Doing great. Now, um, just give us your background of Cle- your love of Cleveland sports and how you got to be a sports fan of, of all Ohio sports. Well, um, basically just like anybody else, uh, I kind of followed what my parents followed. Mm-hmm. My dad was a big fan of the, the Cavs and the Browns. Oddly enough, um, Cleveland didn't really have a hockey team, so uh, we were Blackhawks fans. But other than that, I mean, the Cleveland Indians and Ohio State Buckeyes, uh, from Southern Ohio, uh, where my dad's from, yep. uh, Dayton specifically. So okay. we followed, that college followed us up north. But uh, I don't know. And when did you move from Ohio down to Washington? I was back and forth from Ohio to Spokane, Washington my whole life. Uh, My dad's from Ohio. My mom's from Washington. They divorced at a young age. Mm -hmm. So I've kind of been back and forth. Okay. Um, When I was a kid, though, um, in kindergarten, a lot of the people weren't into, um, like, Steve Argent and the Seahawks. Oh, for sure. And uh, the Sonics. So there's a little bit of roots there, too. Um, However... You know, my sports roots were born in Ohio, so that's kind of where where they lie. Okay. Okay. I to bring this up, just a quick thing. Um, so just news this week about Urban Meyer and everything. Talk to us what the issues and what what might go forward from here. <laughs> Why do you have to situation? bring that? Why? <laughs> I know. It's Everyone Cleveland wants sports. to know. It's Ohio sports. I, I just want to say... Um, Say, yeah. Say what the, say, say what the issue is, and then. Um, there is a player that, or uh, uh, an administrative staff member that Urban Meyer had coached um, back in Bowling Green days. He was a, a wide receiver turned. I want to say he ended up becoming like a, a student administrator, and then he became um, a coaching staff with Ohio State. He followed him from every school. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some domestic issues with him and his wife. Allegedly, this guy, I think it's Zach Smith, um, had hit his wife uh, in 2015 or 2015 or earlier, but um, but uh, those who knew about it didn't say anything. Mm. Um, so Zach's wife has said that um, that Urban Meyer's wife had known about this uh, and nothing was done. The argument is how Urban Meyer handled it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as of today, Urban Meyer released a statement saying that he mishandled the questions that were given to him regarding this incident during a press day, mm-hmm. um, and that he's always followed protocol <clears throat> for what you do uh, during you know disputes of this sort and domestic right. issues, uh, and and he respects that. So, how it turns out, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, Watching Urban Meyer beat Ohio State in the national championship with the Gators and then turn around yeah. and then win us one, um, it's really hard to... I, I have mixed emotions. I mean, I hope it works out well for Ohio yeah. State, um, and I hope those that have done wrong get what they deserve. What does your gut say? I mean, as far as what you think will happen, as far as what, what is the most likely outcome? Here? The most likely outcome is is that, well... He's in Ohio, so something bad's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. Yeah. Let's face it. Urban Meyer's going to get sanctioned or in some sort of trouble. He's going to get dismissed and fired. Mm-hmm. He'll be back in two years, and uh, he'll be with another team winning championships, and Ohio State will sit there and have to find a new coach. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Um, 
Now, with La the last name Boston, would someone would assume that you might be like a Boston sports fan. Just, do you get that a lot as far as your, your travels around the country? Actually, yes. This is a really funny story. When I was in New York, I was dismissed from two bars because of my last name. <laughs> I would get ID'd and then say, your last name is Boston, sir. And I was like, mm -hmm. yes. He's like, well, are you from there? And of course, the answer is no, I'm from Akron. And he's like, well, that doesn't make things any better. <laughs> you, you need to leave. Oh um, that happened at two different bars. In New York? Um, yeah. Um, so. Wow. Why, why, why is Akron, like, not great? Is it because of the Knicks or... Why, why I don't that? know. I don't know. Um, Akron, Canton, Mansfield, or um, Maslin, excuse me, I said Mansfield. That's mm -hmm. another city. But Akron, Canton, Maslin, uh, Cuyahoga, mm -hmm. um, Cleveland, that that whole area yeah. is, is kind of known as like the championship town. Maslin specifically mm -hmm. was labeled by uh, ESPN, if I'm not mistaken, as the city of champions. Okay. And um, the reason is because we breed more... Um, collegiate and and national champion athletes from that area than any other you know city in the world the Maslin Tigers ironically enough are known as being one of the toughest football teams in the world but yet they always take a back seat to Texas football yeah. however uh, if you look at our, our our basketball and our baseball programs too high school and Olympic athletes I mean there's a lot of people that so, are very successful from Ohio so you're saying so. that Maslin high school Athletes, football athletes, um, are more are more. Um, they have more than they have in Texas football. You're saying it's hard to say. <laughs> it's hard to say. I mean, Texas has this really crazy obsession, mm -hmm. um, but Massa just wins games. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's true. Yeah. I mean absolutely, absolutely. Um, now, are you solely Cleveland sports, or do you branch out to Ohio different or? local sports tour just Ohio or Cleveland based I follow um, um, my region um, as I mentioned before my dad was a big Blackhawks fan mm -hmm. we can discuss uh, hockey for a second sure uh, and and rivalries mm -hmm. you know the, hockey and rivalries run deep college oh, yeah. football and rivalries run deep mm -hmm. um, if we're staying on the topic of hockey my dad was a big Blackhawks fan because he would never root for a team from Michigan he would never root for a team from Pennsylvania mm -hmm. um, and that has to do with the Steelers it has to do with um, uh Detroit Red Wings. It has to do with Michigan Wolverines, yeah. uh, the Tigers, um, the Pistons. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's like all 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 Michigan teams, basically. Yeah, I mean, like any team that could potentially have us, or any city that could potentially have a rivalry team mm -hmm. against any Cleveland team, he's not going to root for. Um, however, Chicago was safe. Mm. Um, he was a Roanoke fan, and yeah. uh, Roanoke is you know, he was a great hockey player. Yeah, absolutely. My dad just for some reason he was a Blackhawks fan, so I grew up one too, and mm -hmm. you know we had a couple good years. So there you go, got a cup out of it. Yeah. Now we're just like Cleveland, didn't even make the playoffs. Absolutely. <laughs> now that you have, that you are a Chicago Blackhawks fan, this time actually, explain why you have dismissed the mighty Columbus Blue Jackets. I wouldn't say I've dismissed them. Um, yeah. They've definitely gotten on my radar. Mm -hmm. um, I want to say TJ Oshie might have played for them, but I, I, mm -hmm. I might be I might be incorrect on that. Yeah. Um, 
the the Blue Jackets were around after I've kind of found my team. You know, yeah. You find your team, and then all of a sudden a new team pops up, and you're like, oh my god, they're cool. Yeah. Uh, and I think everyone saw that when, well, when the Colorado Rockies and the Florida Marlins came mm-hmm. around, mm-hmm. everyone loved the Florida Marlins. <laughs> yes, they did. Oh yeah. Especially in '95. Uh huh. Um, but uh, I, uh, I, I just grew up liking the team i mean i'm used to teams that lose um yeah me too and the biggest you know the biggest joke about being a cleveland fan is that our jerseys come cheap um (laughs) we were joking about that earlier yeah we came and met up we had a couple drinks and you're like oh it's a nice jersey yeah i'm wearing a cleveland browns jordan cameron jersey for those who can't see um it's a podcast yeah it's a podcast (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so for all of you, um, yeah, <laughs> and it's a very nice jersey. I got it for fifteen dollars, um, because Cleveland can't keep a name on the back of their jersey, <laughs> um, and and Chicago at the time kind of had a problem with that too. They wouldn't make the playoffs. They were always just shy, and when they did, they got knocked out in the first round. So watching um, the Chicago Blackhawks pick up Kane and Taves, and watching Andrew Sharp develop these players and just watching all these players like come together as a team and, and do what they did and then do it for three years, you know, um, win some, lose some, come back, win some, lose some, you know, uh, it was incredible. And yes. Chicago's in that position where right now where they have to figure out what they want to do with their franchise players oh, yeah. because they're dropping like flies and everyone's getting old. So, yes. So it's, it's, and else I'll continue to be a Blackhawks fan Absolutely. because I can watch this team ride out. They have a story that I care about. They right. follow. Plus, if you've ever been in the city, mm-hmm. it's incredible. Is it? Yeah. Well, and see, is, it, is it a hockey town opposed to a football town? Bears? Or is no. It, or is no, it Bears? it's a sports town. And see, that's the thing okay, about the Cubs, Midwest is that yeah. we love all sports. Yeah, yeah. We have, I mean, if you're from Minnesota, you've got, what, the Twins, the Vikings. Packers, and the Vikings. Yeah. Trust me, the, there's a lot of Packers fans is in there? Minnesota. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, they split. They're insane. Those yeah. guys are insane. I heard, yeah. But the Brewers and the Twins, the mm-hmm. Bucks, and the Timberwolves. So they, split, so they split alliances in the Midwest. They're so close to each other, you'll find people that have moved from one city to another. Oh. So, yeah, there's a little bit of purple and green mixing in okay. there. Yeah, I have a friend that lives down there. Um, now, well, thank you for the for the whiskey. Now, what is it? Uh, this whiskey and the story behind the whiskey. Well, we're talking about the Midwest. Um, this isn't exactly Midwest. It's a little bit more east. This yeah. is uh, Widow Jane. Mm. Um, Widow Jane whiskey. It's a bourbon yeah. style. It's essentially American, but it's a bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, it is named after the Widow Jane Caverns uh, in New York. Uh, it's upstate New York. The water's really fresh in these caverns, yeah. and they produce really good spirits in this region mm-hmm. uh, because of the characteristics of this water. Um, great bourbon, aged about what five ten years, I think. Yeah, not a no age statement on it. Just a really good whiskey. Yeah, um, nice vanilla flavor. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you ever get a chance, go out find it. You're not. It's not going to be distributed. You're not going to just go to like your local grocery yeah. store and find it. You have to, you have to search for it. You'll have to seek it out. But yeah. and you can expect to pay somewhere between seventy to hundred bucks a bottle. But yeah, it's worth it's it. It's worth it. Yeah, it's strong too. It's, strong. it's doing its job, huh? Yeah, yeah. Now, um, on a scale of one to ten, um, how tough is it to be a to be a lifelong Cleveland sports fan? Uh, up until recently, I guess, but 
Yeah. Um, on a scale of one to ten, we burn our jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're so cheap because nobody wants them. Um, yeah. I would say it's a solid nine and a half. Um, yeah. Uh, every day I come to work and my Mariners fans that I work with uh, remind me that I knocked them out of the playoffs one time. Right. Um, and then lost to the World Series on some bullshit calls. Mm-hmm. Um, to Florida Marlins, you know, one yeah. of those inaugural teams. 97. Yeah. <clears throat> no, that would be 95. Them's them's went to the well, the, 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 the Mariners lost in 01 to the to the to the Indians or to the Yankees. Yeah. But the Indians beat the Mariners. I'm not sure what year that was, but 95. Yeah. It, was, it, was 95. it would be 95 because right. it was a Mesa. Yeah. That's right. Mesa was on the That's, mound. Oh fuck Mesa. And yeah. he gave up like four runs, mm-hmm. and we didn't pull him, and it was just I don't know what happened. Right. I have no idea what happened. Yeah. And I remember, like, 96, we went back, and then I think I think the Braves knocked us out. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the Braves always knock us out of the playoffs. The Braves are in National League, so. So that's not it. Who no. knocked us out that year? I don't know. Twins? Because they were good back then, too, in the 90s. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard, especially. Yeah. You know what's funny? And, and Cleveland fans eat their young. Like they hate each other. Yeah, it's, really? it's a really no. It's a weird phenomenon. LeBron okay. James comes into the league. Yeah. Um, in high school, okay, mm-hmm. and he's bringing an Ohio team to high school national championship level. They're not even playing. I have friends. Um, I'm not going to mention their names sure. because there's, you know, too much association with like, oh my god, that's me. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I know a couple guys that actually played basketball. Uh, in Ohio on, on high school level basketball teams that actually played against LeBron James. LeBron mm-hmm. actually dunked on a, on a kid I know. and post, he, he would be posterized. Posterized. It, it was incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's proud of it, but... Yeah. Um, he was... If you've ever watched the uh, Believeland or... Oh, yeah. um, what's the other the other one that they had? Um, Which? The Cleveland? The, the movie about LeBron James. Um, oh, 23 or something? I don't know. I can't remember what it's called. Um, Trainwreck? Yeah, I, I cannot remember. Um, there's yeah. a great movie about LeBron James, and it discusses what happens. A lot of people don't know this. LeBron James came into the league, and his grandma, uh, for his 16th birthday, uh, co-signed on a car. Um, the uh, Hummer? Yeah, it was a Hummer. It was a, it was a brand-new Hummer, yeah. um, and the dealership decided that they they had a set of, like, aftermarket 22-inch rims, and they were going to kit the Hummer out for him as kind of like a, like a, like a thank you. Right. And, um, and he got into a lot of crap because mm-hmm. there was speculation that there was an agent or somebody involved with the signing of the, of the co-signing of this car, but um, turns out it was fully financed by his grandma, mm-hmm. and... The company, the dealership that financed that and kitted up for him, would have not um, uh, offered her the loan on the vehicle um, had they not assumed it was LeBron and they would have done oh. it. However, yeah. it turns out she actually had a really big cash deposit on the car, so mm-hmm. she would have qualified anyway. Yeah. But they had to dig through all of this shit. And Cleveland hated LeBron from the jump. Yeah, They hated him immediately. Right. And... They stopped going to his games. He was suspended. Everyone was mad. Spoiled rich kid now getting everything he wants. Uh-huh. Using basketball uh, to to it just whatever. Right. I mean, right. it was just it was a nightmare. Well, he comes back. He wins it. Yeah, he's doing well. Yeah, 
plays in Cleveland, everyone all of a sudden loves him again. Mm-hmm. And he's made it clear that he's not going to win on his own. Right. And let's face it, everyone knows that LeBron just wants a couple of things. He wants an outside shooter, and he wants someone to post to. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he can't get a post to drive the lane, yeah. and he can't get an outside shooter, then he can't run his plays. Right. Um, they bring in Shaq. Mm-hmm. And they bring in um, Antoine Jameson. The two, yeah. the two players that are going to be the absolute exactly. opposite of what he's looking for. Exactly. But they do it. Yeah. Right. They do it. They go. They lose. Um, and then after a couple failed attempts, LeBron goes to Miami, like does back, his thing, yeah. and I think we all know what happens from there. Yeah, so that? it's hard being yeah. a Cleveland fan because everyone reminds me of what happens right. when your team gets close. I, I get, I'm the same way. Seattle sports, like the Seahawks have won one Super Bowl. They're close to winning two more. Yep. In the 05, the Steelers, I won't say much about that, but there's some stuff that happened. And then, then the. Who's Latin, your running back? Sean Alexander? Sean Alexander. He was incredible. He was incredible. Yeah, amazing. And then 2014 against the, against the Patriots, didn't, didn't run the ball, gave it a little uh, seam route. Yeah. So on, the tier, on the chair line, um, interception by Malcolm Butler history, so we could have had like two, at least two titles. In oh life. yeah, no, Cleveland had a, a couple of AFC championships yeah. back in the early nineties, eighties, nineties. Denver Broncos yeah. beat us, you know, on some bullshit fumble. Right. You know, right. Uh, a couple bad calls and a fumble, and that's it. I mean, and you know, the Mariners haven't been playoffs since so one. The Sonics left in two thousand ten. Yeah, so and then two rough. years later, I think they go and win a championship against LeBron of all people. Oh, no. Right? No, didn't no, the Thunder? The Thunder have not won a title at all. They they lost to the in the conference spot. Did they, they lose every time? Yeah, they, they haven't won one championship at all. Yeah. For some reason, I thought that they won one. No, because Kevin no. Durant won his first as a Laker or as, as a, a uh, as a Warrior. Warrior, Golden State. Yeah. So it's been. I would I would rock rock roll Seattle against Cleveland, but it, but Seattle has more titles than I think the Browns or Cleveland because they have the Sox won at City nine. 79, they won the title. Yeah. And then, and he dug one in 91 for the football, so I think, not great, but they're close, though. They're close in misery, yeah. you know. But as you were saying earlier, the Cleveland sports fans, they burn jerseys, at least they have the Eagles fans who burned down their whole city. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Did you watch anything about Cleveland when they won the championship? No. They danced in the streets and then they went to bed. <laughs> they went to bed. <laughs> they had to work in the morning. Oh, jeez. Like, yeah. like I, I was really following that closely. I was like, Cleveland, do not turn down your city. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Cleveland, I mean, we've already cut our lake on fire once before. Did you really? Said, yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, Cuyahoga, wow. Cuyahoga and yeah. I think Lake Erie caught fire. There was so much yeah. petroleum in the lake. That a spark ignited the surface of it, and the the irony is now is that Lake Erie is the cleanest of all the lakes. Is it really? Cleveland gets noted as like the trashiest city in the world. But Detroit, like, I think, number one. But what's that? Detroit's pretty up there. It's Detroit's but pretty you up know there. what's funny? Like our economy is not doing that bad. Yeah. I mean, thank you, LeBron James. Thank you, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But don't forget, an hour away, you've got the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, That's in a poor town too. Canton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Canton is huge. Like yeah. our football is. We take our football seriously. For sure. Yeah, I mean, the Midwest, I mean, Ohio is labeled as the heart of it all, and yeah. we truly, truly are. Yeah. We, we care. Absolutely. And our economy is, you got to watch Believeland. It, oh, it's, it's truly, like, really good. it's a direct reflection of who we are as people. We have hope 
in everything. We are crazy beat down optimists and we will follow our team because we 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 are in an industry that is not paying well like mm-hmm. whether it be rubber whether it be machining whether it be yeah. mining i mean we're still in these industries yeah and we're hard working blue collar americans that are not afraid to get ourselves dirty yeah you know and the one thing we want to go home is just watch our guys play ball mm-hmm. whether it's baseball football basketball it yeah. doesn't matter yeah. and i mean Sports fans are, are shitty to their to the, the people they that they that they root for. Right. But Cleveland has a weird sense of love, even though there you go. Even though all we see is losing, you know, losing and hate on the media. Right. It's, it's not like that. Did you so. see the Cleveland? They did a they did a added extra after they after LeBron won. Hell yeah! I saw that. that I, D, saw, I saw that like eight hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> I kept watching it. I bet you did. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, can I you... practically filmed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, can you tell us or walk us through um, the evolution of your fandom for LeBron James, who was from Akron and got drafted by the Cavs, and then then to Miami, and then to the Cavs, and now Lakers? Your thoughts on all that? Your fan, your fandom all throughout. I'm going to start by saying this. I swear to God, I thought he was going to Chicago. The Bulls. I thought he was going to be. A, I thought he was going to Chicago. Mm. Um, LeBron comes to Cleveland. Uh, it's like what, two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand three ish. I two oh three. Yeah. Um, gosh, yeah, no, I because I was a graduate of, in two thousand one, so that yeah. made him a two thousand two or two thousand three. Mm-hmm. It's weird to think that I was actually following. Now we're eating Hershey's bars. <laughs> we're past the whiskey. It's chocolate time. Yeah. Um, part two of this podcast is brought to you by the Hershey's. <laughs> Corporation out of Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Another fantastic Midwest city. Crushy Pierre. Yeah. Um, no, LeBron, um, he he came into the league. I remember hearing about in 01 and 02, and yeah. everyone's like, oh my gosh, this guy LeBron James. And I was like, that name's familiar. Holy cow, I know these guys. Yeah. Um, start hearing about uh, what they're doing. And I didn't think much of it because I was, I was really big into hockey. I was really working a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't really following basketball. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, He's with the Cavs. He's going to Cleveland. Everyone's like losing it. And so I'm like, all right. Start watching him. And the guy is just incredible. Yeah. We get to actually start seeing his televised shows. He's playing ball. Yeah. He's skinny. He's balding. Right. You know? Yeah. He just keeps getting bigger and bigger Mm -hmm. and better and better. And then I think it was Christmas. Mm -hmm. A couple years later, he swats Kobe. He had the nastiest block on Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And then I knew, and then I knew it was on. Yeah. Watching Kobe and LeBron play ball against each other. Yeah. Was is where my love. Mm. I'm not okay. You know what? I take that back. I, I take that back. Watching the Cavs and the Sixers play. Yeah. Is where my love for basketball okay. began. Okay. Um, I remember watching the Cavs and Sixers when I was younger. Allen Iverson was just coming into the, the league. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Allen Iverson was just coming into the league. And oh my God, he was incredible. Yeah. Um, and so I have a soft spot in my heart for the Sixers too. Okay. Um, because if the Cavs couldn't do it, the Sixers could, and yeah. the Sixers. Well, I mean, let's face it, dude crossed over mm, uh, Jordan and then oh. hit a jumper in his face. It looks silly. Um, and yeah. so that was like, that was like Elo's revenge. <laughs> um, Get that later. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll discuss that later. Absolutely. Um, but watching watching uh, LeBron play basketball against Kobe Bryant just like rekindled everything. But mm-hmm. of course, living on the West Coast, 
listening to everyone who no longer has a Sonics team mm-hmm. talk about how awesome the Lakers are because oh. everyone jumped on the Lakers bandwagon really? immediately. Everyone, everyone I know was like, mm. "Oh my God, the Lakers, the Lakers!" Because oh, if okay. it wasn't, if it wasn't Oklahoma, yeah. it was the Lakers. It, it was Kobe, okay. Kobe mania. Yeah, and it's fine. Kobe's yeah. good. He wants some rings. Oh, really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the best part was just watching them not hate each other. They were yeah. friends. Now, um, on the same boat, what were your thoughts from go from going to Cleveland to the Heat and then back to Cleveland, then back now to LA? Your thoughts on the whole like evolution? I, said, yeah. I was hoping that he would go to Philadelphia, yeah, or go to New York or go to Chicago. Right. I wanted to say either in the East or the Upper East okay. or the Midwest, but he yeah. didn't. He went to Miami, and they got something to do with his mom. Yeah. His mom wanted to live somewhere nice, so his mom did. Um. But really, what happened yeah. was is he needed he needed to get up and get out of Cleveland because oh for sure a, a city like that will not I mean nobody is going to Cleveland to vacation yeah they should check it out sure they should definitely check it out but no one's gonna go there and live there Cleveland's cold <laughs> and then it gets really hot and then it gets really yeah. cold yeah. Um, it's just like any other city I mean yeah. it's you know um but it's I mean. It's got more jokes than any any other city I've ever heard of. So, yeah. watching him go to to Miami was it was tough. It yeah. was it was like I have to root for the heat now. I have to root for the heat. Yeah, and I was like, you know, I'm not rooting for the heat. Mm-hmm. I'm just rooting for LeBron, and I just want to see how this plays out. And he did and well. Yeah. My job is a sports fan in any way, shape, or form is to just see how this plays. Right. And just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Yeah. And the best part was is I got to watch Kyrie Irving come in. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, Kyrie yeah. Irving was breaking ankles. Yeah. And even though the Heat, you know, took out Cleveland, yeah. continued to do their thing, watching Kyrie do his thing was mm-hmm. incredible. Absolutely. And then when LeBron came back and him and Kyrie did it, mm-hmm. it was great. It was, it made me, I cried a lot. The block was amazing. The block LeBron did. Oh, on Iguodala. Oh. Amazing. LeBron comes Sick. back. Yeah. And, well, first off, let's start. Let's start from the beginning of the series. Sure, sure. They're down what four to, or three to one. Yeah, three one. They're facing elimination. They got one win at home, mm-hmm. and then lose two straight in, in Golden State, and they're what they 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 end up coming back and winning mm-hmm. two in a row, and then it's three three, and they're in Golden State and it's over. Yeah, and I remember seeing my friends and my family. This is my ex-wife's family. Okay. Um, all of a sudden, all those Kobe fans, because remember, Kobe's retired by now. Mm-hmm. All of these, all of these Lakers fans are now rooting for uh, the Golden State Warriors. And remember, these Golden State Warriors fans were um, were Lakers fans and also <laughs> uh, Oklahoma City fans. Right, right. So they went to Oklahoma, and then they went to the Lakers, and now they're Golden State fans. Bandwagon fans. It was bad. Yeah. The only team I wanted to see do well at that time was the Rockets. And we'll discuss that later. Okay. Um, and that's... And, and, and I remember sorry, LeBron's trash. It's not happening. He sucks. He's oh, not going to do he it. He's sucks. carrying okay. the team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Kyrie Irving's the only good player on that team, but he doesn't, he doesn't let go of the ball. Right. And all the shit that I could hear, and why on earth would you take Kevin Love? Yeah. Which I'm still upset about that, but... Right, right. Um, that's... Um, We'll discuss too, but really, it comes down to LeBron carrying the team, the mm-hmm. team playing well, 
Golden State's got to hustle. They got a chance to tie up the game. Yeah. LeBron hustles back uh, to the backcourt on a breakaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eagle Dowell just, I don't know if he saw him or. <laughs> I don't think so. Eagle Dowell says he saw him and he didn't oh, know what I'm to gonna, do, so he just bull- tried to get the layup as quick as he some could. bullshit, I think. I don't know, man. <laughs> if, if you were Eagle Dowell and you went for the dunk, you could miss it because LeBron will, will stop that. Yeah. You can try to do a reverse layup, but LeBron will probably read it because LeBron's defense yeah. um, has a lot to do with watching what you do first. He right. wants to see what you anticipate, and he'll wait till you jump mm-hmm. because he can jump higher. Right. You know, he doesn't have to be there first. He just has to be there. Absolutely. So the block happens, and uh, the next thing you know, it's over. I think Kyrie yeah. hits one more. To, the three-point three shot. Yeah, he yeah. puts the nail in the coffin. I don't remember what should happen first, I w- but... It, the block was first, and Kyrie after the next step, and Kyrie, then Kyrie hit the game-winning shot. Kyrie finished it. I was going crazy. I love LeBron. I've always loved LeBron since rookie year. Mm-hmm. I fought him anywhere he goes, and I was crying my ball. I'm not that it's it was you, tough. Yeah, but because you're a Cleveland, but but I I was pretty much on too. Cleveland, <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> to Kevin Matumbo. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was funny. Um, now. Wasn't July 4th the day that LeBron declared for Los Angeles, or was it the day after? Um, I don't know when the official declaration date was. It was somewhere around. But no. this time around, mm-hmm. LeBron was very transparent with his intentions to leave. Right. And the reason why was because, you know, what, four years ago, five years ago, mm-hmm. when he left for Miami, he had an intention to make a production out of it. Right. Because it would generate money mm-hmm. for the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, yeah. He was doing it for the purpose of a charity event. Greenwich. ESPN yeah. failed to acknowledge that. Yeah. So he's sitting on stage with all these kids, and no one knows what the kids are for. Right. And LeBron tries to bring the attention back to the event. Yeah. And they keep saying, well, where are you going to go? He does it. He announces that he's leaving, mm-hmm. and everyone makes a stink out of it. The funny thing is, it was for Greenwich. It's actually a very rich uh, part of Connecticut, so... It's like raising money for these rich kids, you know. No, but my question was like, yeah, this, no, that's true. That's I mean, true. There's... I mean, I was asking for it for, for this year. I mean, was it around July fourth that he did it this year? I would assume so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so on Facebook a while back, when it came down that you said I have my, I, I potentially will have my Lakers application like maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah, in, the yeah, mail, yeah. in the mail. So what is your what is the status of? said application for to be a Lakers I made a band. joke about having an application to join the Lakers bandwagon mm-hmm. as, if, as if there were so many people that were going to be on this bandwagon <laughs> they had to limit the number through an application process right, right. my application is still pending still pending, <laughs> still pending. Um, okay. I want to see LeBron do well Yeah. I want to see him Yeah. you know what rings or no rings I just want to see him get the damn scoring title Oh, for sure. Yeah. LeBron needs to play until 2027. Wow. Seven more years. Oh, wait, nine more years. He'll be 41. Yeah, that's cool. He needs to play until he's 41. Okay. Um, he needs to average 21 points a game, that's and he needs to play 70 games out of the year. Yeah. That is very doable. Very doable. Yeah, it's very doable. Yeah. Especially with the cast in, in the Lakers. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that I have a wager going. Yeah. And, okay. Well, this was a wager that was uh, uh, contingent on Kawhi Leonard's standard. Oh. Okay. Um, 
if Kawhi Leonard made it to um, Lakers. the Lakers, um, that's that's well. Oh boy. <clears throat> my thought was that Lamar Ball would be his his kid would be playing uh, with the Spurs. Oh god. So my wager was yeah. if the Ball brothers were playing with the Spurs, mm-hmm. the Ball family or whatever. Right. That. Um, LeVar Ball, that's the dad, right. would either talk shit about uh, Greg Popovich, saying he's not that great of a coach, and he's benching <laughs> my son because he just wants to keep in the limelight, blah, 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 blah. Right. Or he's going to say, LeBron would be a better player if he passed more. <laughs> because True. he's not passing to his kid. Yeah. Um, it's funny to me how many people have said that LeBron is like the most selfish player in the NBA, not knowing that he's way up there in assists. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He'll never beat John Stockton's no, that's stats, but he right. could come in behind John oh, Stockton. Oh, for sure. He has a shot at being number two in assists in the league. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's, it's tough. I want to be a Lakers fan. I want to root for him. I've hated the Lakers my yeah. life. Yeah. Um, but I love Kobe. I like watching Kobe play. But yeah. after watching everybody put Kobe against LeBron, yeah. after watching the people of L.A. deface LeBron murals in L.A., mm-hmm. you know. I saw that, yeah. LeBron's not going to be the king of L.A. No. Um, Kobe's not going to be the king of L.A. Yeah. I mean, Magic Johnson is going to be the and, king of L.A. And, so and Kareem. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar could be up there. I mean, yeah, yeah. there's so many star-studded players that are in L.A. right now. Absolutely. LeBron just gets to be one of the faces on Mount Rushmore. Oh, yeah. Um, now, is Ohio State the best pro team in the state of Ohio? The best pro team? Ah, <laughs> you're, you're a jerk. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, no, yeah. Ohio, we've had that joke before, too. I mean, And she... No, I think I think Ohio State is a fantastic football team. Yeah. Um, I think once again you're talking about a team that has great, great position. Um, mm-hmm. They have a couple tough losses, and all of a sudden they get forgotten about. Yeah. I mean, look at our playoff series. We missed the playoffs by one, by like by losing game. to Alabama. Yeah. I mean, tough we team. should have been in there. There's no reason why we should have been there because we almost won that game. Who was in? The, who took the place of? Was it Georgia? Or it was Alabama. Oh, they took, oh, they, they took the place of Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah Alabama was the reason right. Alabama right. got in ahead of Ohio. That's, oh, well. Um, dead, you know. I mean, we beat Alabama yeah. once before in the playoffs, and we'll make sure that we never, never lose them again. Let them forget yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, of course, Nick Saban will never forget it either. Unfortunately, and that's yeah. probably why we'll never make another playoff game. Yeah. Um, but I mean, look at Maurice Claret. Look at what we mm. did in Miami. Yeah. I mean, we handled we handled that at the uh, at the what at the time it was the national championship game. It was the Tostitos Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my cousin actually train hopped from Columbus, Ohio, or Dayton, Ohio, mm. uh, to Arizona wow. to attend that game, and I got into a lot of trouble. <laughs> we train hops. We actually got on a flatbed tr- like like train. Yeah. Um, and and took us three days but we got there and we wow. made it in time and we sat in the parking lot because we couldn't oh, get tickets shit. well we didn't know how much those tickets oh, were at the time we were stupid there's so much um, oh my god yeah. but we got to tailgate and, and yeah. then Maurice Claret gets some get some 
drug problems. Troubles, yeah. Josh Gordon gets some troubles. Yeah. Ask me about all the drug troubles of Freaking, football. Yeah. It's terrible. Johnny <laughs> Menzel. Um, you say Menzel? <laughs> yeah. He's never been. He'll, he'll never be a Clevelander. You don't think so? You can thank Texas for that. He's a Texas he's player. He's a Texan through and through. He needs to go back to Texas. Well, he's in Canada right now. What's that? He's in Canada right now. Is he playing pro ball in Canada? Starting t- starting tonight in, for Montreal. Good for him. He got traded from another team that wasn't playing. Now he's starting tonight. Yeah. Absolutely. Is um, that being televised? ESPN, something. Yeah. You should say you should have said no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> CFL. Um, I, just want, I just want to clarify something. Yeah. As a Cleveland sports fan, you only support the Cavs when LeBron is on. Is that true or if not, explain. Um, no, it's like I said, um, I loved watching the Heat, but watching Kyrie Irving come up was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still waiting for Cleveland to get rid of Kevin Love. Yeah. Um, I wish I wish that deal with, uh, with Love and Wiggins never happened because oh. I feel like we'd have more. Yeah. And and Wiggins would be great for Cleveland if he mm-hmm. was there right now. Um, but, but sorry to cut you off. But do you root for the Cavs, or is it only when LeBron's on you root for the Cavs? I'll always root for the Cavs. Okay, I, I, I was aware. I wasn't aware. Of that. Yeah. Okay. No, I'll always be a Cavs fan. Okay. Um, and that's the that's the dilemma that I have. Like, I okay. want to watch LeBron win games. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, not the Cavs' expense. Yeah. Um, if it ever comes to the point where the Cavs and the Lakers are meeting in the championship, right. which, I mean, let's face it, we'll never see that. Right. Um, but if it ever comes to that, I mean, uh, that would be a made the best team win. You know what I mean? If LeBron right. has six rings, go Cavs. Yeah. If LeBron doesn't have six yet, then eh, let's see him get it. <laughs> yeah, you know? see him get, yeah, absolutely. Um, now, Sky was way, way, way before our times, obviously, but where do you, in your memory, where, where do you put Jim Brown as far as... Cleveland, Cleveland, like sports hall of fame. Royalty. If I had the yeah. money, yeah, my jersey would be a Jim Brown jersey. Yeah, <laughs> that's that the only jersey. Not... That's the only jersey that's still three hundred dollars. Yeah, I'll say it's not fifteen bucks now. <laughs> it's not a fifteen dollar Cameron Jordan jersey. That's for sure. <laughs> or Jordan Cameron. Whatever. Yeah, that's you're right. You're right. You're right. You know what's funny? Can I tell you? See, the only yeah. reason why I picked out this jersey. Yeah. Um, I was online, I was looking for Cavs jerseys, I was looking for something affordable, and it was between this, it was between a handful of Manziel jerseys, and it was between a handful of Peyton Hillis jerseys. And, uh, dude, you remember me telling you, like, I I thought Peyton Hillis was the truth. Was the shit, He, he just had bad back problems. Yeah. Um, I picked out this one because my son's name is Cameron. Right. And so, Jordan Cameron... Cameron on the back. Mm-hmm. My kid sees the jersey. He's like, Dad, that's me. Yeah. So one day, son, you're going to be a Cleveland Brown. And you know what he said to me? What? He's six years old. He said, Dad, I hope not. <laughs> that's, that's precious. Oh my he God. said, I'll play for Ohio State, but I won't, I won't <laughs> he, play for the he won't, Browns. He won't be a Browns fan. Because he doesn't like the color. Oh, it's brown. It looks like, looks like you know. Shit. Well, you know, we had this great color change opportunity. Yeah. Remember that? Do you remember? Like, so two years ago, like orange or something. Like Cleveland that? is doing a new. Um, they're they're making an announcement two years ago that Cleveland is undergoing a complete overhaul. Yeah. Um, we're change. We we fired the entire back of the house. Yeah. We let go of our head coach, the assistants. We let go of like the players' rep in yeah. Cleveland. We let go of the GM. hell. I'm pretty sure on top of the GM and his assistants, I'm pretty sure they fired the damn um, 
uh, the damn locker room management. Oh, oh yeah, no, the scouts went, yeah. but no, they let go of like the unit, the guys. equipment manager in okay. the clubhouse. They yeah. they clean the house, and the reason why is because they found that the problem with the players mm-hmm. is that they were getting away with too much with every level of administration. Yeah, the um, the NFL PA rep in Cleveland was not. Uh, looking out for the players' best entrance, i.e., mm. Johnny Menzel was still out ill to go yeah. and get in trouble. Right. The assistants and uh, GM that was on the plane that handed Josh Gordon an alcoholic beverage on the plane saying it was okay. What? Yeah, Josh Gordon had an alcoholic beverage on the plane mm. on the way home from a Miami Dolphins game. Wow. And that's when he got popped and failed his, uh, his uh, test. And wow. the coach didn't even know that it wasn't okay for him to have alcohol. Wow. His own player didn't know he was violating probation by handing the drink. That's crazy. And so, and so, um, ownership knew that that's where it started. They brought in Sashi Brown, who was an attorney, mm-hmm. um, who also I think was fantastic with what he did in Oakland yes. and the Mets. Yeah. You know, he brought both teams to mm-hmm. one to a championship and one, one to a World Series. One, to, yeah, right. Didn't mm-hmm. they both go? Didn't the Mets go to the World Series? They lost, but yeah, they went. Yeah, yeah, and then the A's, I think they went too. Right, they won. What year? Money. I don't remember, but it was the Moneyball. That's what the whole they movie was they about. Didn't, they didn't win the World Series. Did they go? No. Playoffs, but they didn't make it. Bug it. No, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that the A's won the World Series at one time. In the in the eighties, yeah. Double check that stat. Well, you probably know more than I do. Well, Either way, Sashi yeah, Brown was, was a yeah. baseball player who knew numbers. Yeah. And he was taking a different approach at the yeah. way that we did things. Mm-hmm. And they thought that that would work for football. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't. Yeah. It, it failed horribly. But right. it, it brought a new perspective, and that is that the the back of the house needs to be cleaned up before the players. Yeah. And um, and Cleveland was what seventy five percent chance of winning their games in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. uh, and yet still managed to lost almost every single game they were ahead coming into the fourth and lost. Yeah. Antonio Brown from the Pittsburgh had a mm-hmm. devastating, Man. devastating touchdown. Yeah. But I mean, every single time, and so that the, what this is that sense of hope that I tell you about. Right. We have a shot at the playoffs because we looked at every single one of those games. You watch the tape. Yeah. We could have won those games. Yeah, there was just something missing. Well, wins. We didn't. Well, <laughs> one win in we didn't, two years. We didn't have Joe great. Hayden. We didn't have Joe Hayden. Oh, you know what sure, I mean? Sure. We had offense, but we didn't have defense, so we couldn't finish in the fourth. When he had Joe Hayden, he had one. win. When we had Joe Hayden, we didn't have we didn't have offense. Oh, that's true. You know. Yeah. Now we got Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. You know, Oof. and Oof. you're being really mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, Tyrod's okay. He's a, he he did great in Buffalo. I, love, I, love I had him I as a fantasy Baker, football Baker, player, though. and he averaged me twenty seven to thirty points. I he did it. good. I love Baker though. I like his future. I like I like, I like Mayfield. <laughs> but we're moving on here. Um, there's been a ton of quarterbacks going through Cleveland. Like you know, you, you know the drill. Um, is Bernie Kosar like the best of all of them throughout history? He's pretty much the only one that was worth mentioning in this or, whole. Or Vin Testaverde, he's not bad. Vinny, Vinny was all right. Yeah, Vinny, yeah. Testa, Vinny Testaverde was okay. Um, mm-hmm. He he was a little too quick to throw the ball through traffic. Um, I had a problem with that. I mean, yeah. Um, who was that player for the Jets that we didn't get? Thank God. The Jets. The butt fumble guy. What was his name? Oh, oh, McCoy. Some. Oh, um, Bennington. No, 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 no. The really bad, really bad football player. He was like the worst. Oh, you mean um, 
Smith. Not Geno Smith. Geno Smith. I would have taken Geno Smith. He'd have been right. You would have taken Geno Smith. Um, no, I mean I can't even I can't even tell you how many quarterbacks. Hackenberg. I know that in. Uh, yeah. In um. What seven seasons we had fourteen quarterbacks? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. We didn't have a single quarterback start every game until last year. Yeah. And uh, he was a rookie. What was his name? Who was the guy that played last year? For the Browns. Yeah. He's gone. <laughs> I have no He's idea. He's gone. Um, Brian Hoyer? No. Not a rookie. No, Hoyer's oh. gone. Kevin Hogan? Hogan. Yeah. He, he, he was okay. Not great. Not not good. Yeah. Stanford. Bad release. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are your memories of those 80s Cavs teams with Mark Price, Brad Doherty, and the infamous Craig Elo? I got to watch a lot of those games. I got to watch a lot of those games. My dad mm-hmm. took me. He had season tickets. Yeah. Um, the company he worked for. Uh, we were an hour and a half away, so we got to go eh, about an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to Gundarina a lot. At the time, yeah. it was Guns, and yeah. it was called Quicken Loans. But yeah. Um, and uh, we got. To, I, I remember. I specifically remember watching the Sixers play because my dad was going to buy me like a, a basketball. Mm-hmm. Like some kind of souvenir, right. and the only thing that they had available were Michael Jordan and Chicago Bullshit, <laughs> uh, which was really funny because all the yeah. calf shit was sold out. Yeah. So yeah. I got a, um, a Chicago Bulls mini basketball, and I'm wearing all Cavs gear, and I'm just like I just remember <laughs> holding it, and being like, "What am oh. I supposed to do with this crap?" Yeah. Um, but I watched. I I mean, I I was I was one of the few one of the few lucky moments that I can say as a child that I got to watch uh, Michael Jordan yeah. play um, unfortunately I got to watch him beat the shit out of my teams yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll happen um, yeah. but you know Cleveland was incredible back then yeah. they were such good they always had a shot they were always mm-hmm. when your team is on the brink of making the playoffs and then they make the next round and then they make the next round I mean yeah that's exciting, you sure. know. A team that goes every year, like when, you, and I hate to say this is a big Cavs fan, but yeah. watching LeBron wade through the season, watch Stephen A. Smith say, <laughs> "Gosh, you know, I don't know if they'll make it this year because LeBron's looking tired," you know, right, just whatever right. it is that those analysts want to say. Yeah. And of course, here we are, the championship is mm-hmm. six, seven years in a row. We're back in it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not fun. It's no. fun watching your team throughout the season, wondering where they stand. Are they over five hundred? Are they going to make it? Are they? Oh, they just made top. They're they're top in their division. Oh, they're right. climbing. They're falling back. Oh, they're back up. Yeah. Now they're three games back. You know exactly. They make it. They go to the next round. That's excitement, and that's mm-hmm. what the Cavs back then produced. Oh yeah. Um, it's weird because Craig Elo is a local. Yeah, uh, spoken I and so yeah. he comes into a lot of the restaurants that 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 I worked at. Mm-hmm. One of them, he's a regular now. Yeah, and him and his wife, um, or girlfriend, or I think it's his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, they come into the restaurant and work out all the time. And I say, like, "Hey, Craig, how's it going?" You yeah. know, but it's funny because yeah. I never actually told him. I was like, "By the way, you helped me get through childhood. Yeah. Uh, you are like, I have a poster of you like making a block on another player. Not right. you know like." You were in my Sports Illustrated magazine, like, right. you know. For good things. Like, yeah, you yeah. were, like, the hero. Like, Absolutely. Can I have your autograph? Never asked him for his autograph. Yeah. Never asked him to sign my Craig Elo jersey. Mm. Okay. He doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't oh. want anything to do with it. He just wants to 
move on. No, he wants to be done with it. He's yeah. so over it. And Absolutely. I understand because, like, oh, yeah. he got to play against Michael Jordan. Like, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan hit the most impossible shot yeah. over who? One of the hardest defensive players in the NBA. Yeah. Is that what Craig Lewis is known for? No, because he wouldn't let himself be that. Yeah. So, shame on him. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Seriously, he's better than that. He is. He <laughs> is. Um, what were your thoughts on the Indians, 95 teams with Albert Bell, Lofton, and Mike Hargrove at the skipper? I have one of the best stories you'll ever love on this. Right. This is the best. Um, okay. My, let's see, I think it was my sixth grade teacher, Mrs. Ewing. Mm-hmm. She dated Carlos Baerga. Oh, okay. So, and I don't think she told anyone. She, we were just his, like, she was just his friend, his you friend. know? Yeah, yeah. But, um, Kenny Lofton, uh, Carlos Baerga, uh, Jack McDowell was on the mound for a while. Mm, okay. Um, Jose Mesa, mm-hmm. Manny Ramirez, um, Sandy Alomar. I think Junior, the, yeah. One of the, I think the Alomar brothers were on the Bert team. Alomar, too. Yeah, yeah, both of them, I think, were, were tribe members. Mm-hmm. Um, Oral Hershiser. I can name the team was stacked. I can name all of them. Yeah. Um, there's so many. There's so many that I'm missing right now. Mm-hmm. But um, all of those guys used to come into my classroom on a regular. Really? Yes, I have oh, at least really. three. That, and they're back in Ohio, so my dad's got them. But I got at yeah. least three uh, Cleveland Indians jerseys that are signed by the entire 94 and 95 Indians teams. Wow. It's incredible. It's amazing. Um, Jacobs Field had just been produced. I think they just finished it like ninety three or ninety four. Yeah. And we had a brand new field. It was like state of the art stadium. It was the first stadium with Wi Fi. Oh, okay. Uh, really? Well, I mean Wi Fi wasn't around until afterwards, but it was yeah, one of the yeah. first stadiums with Wi Fi. Oh, okay. Um, Jacobs Field had it had it all. It had it was like good shopping in there, there you could like walk around the whole thing. There was I don't know, like there was parking. <laughs> yeah. There was parking unlike in Soto. Right. Um, but there was so much to do, and the and and at the time tickets were cheap. You could for sure you'd go to a ball game for twenty five bucks, which really well, well I guess in the bleachers 90s, watch Cleveland play. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, you get a hot dog for five bucks. It's not that's not bad. Not anymore. Not How much anymore. is a hot dog now? Like six, six, six or seven 50, bucks. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not good. The Mariners aren't super cheap though, but they're not bad. They're, you they're can, not. You can still go to a Mariners you can game go and have the fun. Stadium and get dogs for cheap outside the stadium. You can get yeah. okay. So when you go to a Mariners game, mm-hmm. for those of you that don't know, when you go to the Mariners game, you can have Alaskan Amber or Mac and Jacks, and they're not small glasses. No, no, no. They're like a like an eighteen ounce cup, mm-hmm. and it's like seven bucks. Yeah. So the beer is still affordable. Yeah. The hot dogs are like they're six bucks, by the way. Six bucks, yeah. And you don't have to pay to park if you know what you're doing. Free parking. Yeah. There's enough parking down the street that you can do it. And the best part is that there's enough scalpers that are not getting popped exactly. that you can. I went to a Mariners game on Star Wars night, mm-hmm. and I think it wasn't Boston. Who did they play? I don't they know. played a team. They won in, the, in in ten innings, and then all of a sudden we got to watch like Luke Skywalker and fireworks, fireworks and bullshit, yeah. and it cost me less than fifty bucks. That's not and bad. I was hammed. Yeah. I ate there and I drank there. Like <laughs> I had dinner and dessert there. There you go. And um, I think I bought a hat, but I I think I spent ten dollars on the ticket. Well, I mean, That's real really talk. Good. If you know what you're doing, you can, you can get it, make it you work. can do it. 
You yeah. can't do that in Cleveland anymore. No. But back in the day, Cleveland was affordable, mm-hmm. um, and everyone was about the Cleveland Indians. In fact, no. Drew Carey, yeah. you said like when we did the podcast that yeah. you were going to do Cleveland Rocks, and I said, right. nope, that's yeah. the presence of the United States of America. Yeah. We're doing the Black Keys because they're yeah. from Ohio, right. and uh, I hope you like the song, guys. But Absolutely. Um, but I mean, do you remember like they filmed the show like yeah. um, like all the player like all the all the I, cast members they the were show, yeah. at they were at Jacobs Field yeah. that, that's where that was being and a local yeah. bar not too far which I didn't I was too young to go to oh, but, right 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 um, yeah I mean there's I mean it was it was cool it was sports when I was a kid was awesome because yeah. the Browns would sometimes make the playoffs mm-hmm. the um, the Cavs regularly made the playoffs yeah. you know and the tribe was just starting to make mm-hmm. the playoffs they were exciting yeah. um, and then it was then I then I went to high school and yeah. all that shit changed yeah. well, I, <laughs> it I, all changed well, I, I've been I didn't, Seahawks have been in the playoffs for many well, for a long time until like recently yeah and the Mariners have made it in 17 years so it's so weird because yeah. like here we are we're in our 30s now yeah and um all the teams that we loved as kids, yeah. they were good. They were good. You know, we were the young front running kids, you know, yeah. rooting for the home team. Yeah. And now they're just losing. Right. Like, I'll what on earth team. happens? I'll back my team no matter what happens, but it's just like, it's tough to be a Mariners fan. Tough to be a Seattle sports fan. You know, a lot of stuff happened to, you know, happened to your teams. You lose an NBA team, that's the worst feeling ever. Well, and that's why we drink. That's why we drink, because we're fans. Let's clink the glass. All right. Let them know. Let them know. There you go. Cheers. There you go. Those um, glasses were empty a long time ago. One, <laughs> I had one, one little sip of mine. But, um, now you told me something interesting. I, I didn't know why this is, but explain Clevelanders, as you say, have, a, have an affinity for Dan Reno. Why, is it a weird thing that why, we love the Dolphins? Yes. Now, this is legend. This is speculation. This okay. is just my dad talking shit. You oh. can call it what you want. But okay. but there is a little bit of a history with the way Dan Marino uh, ended up with the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, Ozzy, jump in and correct me when I, when I, when I misquote. Uh, okay. uh, but if I'm not mistaken, Dan Marino grew up in Pitt. Yep. Right? He played football in Pitt. Yep. Um, I don't know how Pittsburgh played against Ohio State if they ever played. Um, I just know that there was a lot of Cleveland fans that were really nervous that Dan Marino was going to end up yeah. um, in Pittsburgh because that's where he wanted to be. He wanted to be a Steeler. Yeah. Um, uh, rumor has it that Dan Marino was involved in cocaine usage, and really? okay. it turned out to be not true. Oh, okay. So, um, but yeah. somebody had put that rumor out to drop him in draft position oh, okay. so that other players could get or so other teams could have better access to him. Okay. Um, most importantly, Don Shula may have known about this. Mm. Somebody may have reached out to John, Don Shula and, and the Dolphins mm-hmm. and said, hey, you know, Marino's clean as a whistle. Yeah. Um, but uh, he might be falling in your lap, so okay. that's up to you. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, that's how it went down. Yeah. He ended up in Miami. Um my dad swears up and down. Now, trust me, we might not really talk that much anymore, but yeah. um, swears up and down that it was a bunch of people that uh, worked for the NFL in Cleveland mm-hmm. that may have started that rumor. Um, really? We wanted to see another team do well. Yeah. If Bernie Kosar had to be played against, you know, if it was going to be a shootout between Kosar and Marino, 
obviously Marino would have won. Oh, and sure. so by getting Marino out of Pittsburgh, it, mm-hmm. it definitely helped Cleveland's chances. And Cleveland made the playoffs a couple times with that, you know, with Cleveland Kevin Mack and Ernest Spiner, yeah. Because they're rivals. Cleveland and Pittsburgh are rivals. So. Yeah, bad yeah, rivals. Big time, yeah. Um, so growing up as a kid, I watched my dad cheer on Dan Marino. Yeah. I cheered on Dan Marino. And for some weird reason, I knew a lot of kids uh, from Ohio that are big Dolphins fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't really know much beyond that, okay, but it'd be fun for y'all to investigate. Absolutely. Like, if anyone asked me my favorite quarterback was at the time, I was Dan a big Marino? Browns fan, but I actually like Dan Marino. That's surprising. I also like Troy Aikman a lot, you know, because uh-huh. everyone liked the Cowboys. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, of course, no. No West Coaster would have loved them. But, no. you know, they were out of, they weren't, what, Browns were AFC? Browns, yeah. Yeah. AFC. I mean, and Cowboys were NFC, right? Mm-hmm. So that's our NFC team. Okay. And plus, we don't like Detroit. True. Who True. used to play on Thanksgiving? The Lions. Well, they do, they still the do. Cowboys and the Lions. They still do. Every so day. we root for the Cowboys because we don't like the Lions. Yeah. But my dad was also a big Barry Sanders fan. Oh, because I mean, Barry. dude, Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders. Barry was... sick. Man. He was fun to watch. Yeah, but so was Eric Dickerson and Christian Okoye and... Well, and Herschel Walker. Yeah, Thur- Thurman Thomas, dude. I forgot about Thurman Thomas. Yeah. Wait, where was he from? I have no idea. Was it Thurman Thomas? Who was, he was the big guy in Seattle for a while. Didn't you guys have a running back in the 80s? Max Strong was a fullback, but... Mm. John Listen. Williams? Chris yeah. Warren? No. Okay, maybe he didn't. No. <laughs> for Taylor Harris at, like, age 45. The best, the best person you had, I think, was... Um, Alexander? Well, Marshall. yeah, but I yeah. mean, really, was a receiver was uh, Steve, Steve Argent. Oh, Steve Argent. That guy could stretch. He was short too. He was not very tall. He's like five nine, five yeah, five ten, I think. Yeah. yeah, that guy could. I mean, he he's not. Will you take him up? Let's turn this interview around. What's the story on Steve Argent? What made him so great? What is he known for? Work ethic. Like he was always first, the first there, last to leave. Yeah, and he'd always get ex. I watched. I watched NFL. Um, Network uh, Football Life. Yeah. Steve Argent, Jim Zorn, and him were best friends. Okay. And they would always work together at Austin all the time on passing routes. This and that, this and that. All the time together. So, um, him, just his hard work, because he had to work harder than everybody else did. Because mm-hmm. Jerry Rice is in, in the same era as yeah. Steve Argent. And before Randy Moss came along, I thought Steve Argent was the second best receiver of all time behind, you know, Rice. Jerry Rice. But now, Watching Randy, Randy Moss. Randy Moss is like my. I watched Randy Moss his whole career. I saw Rice, you know, in, in, in the middle of his career to the end. And I think just for me, the best receiver I've ever seen catch a ball is Randy Moss. Stats wise, Jerry Rice. So, um, but yeah, Largent was is a legend. Largent isn't known for being especially fast. He wasn't no. known for especially tall or height. He couldn't. He didn't have jumps. Um, he, he just, just got, was where he needed to be to he, get the ball. He made he made space when he needed to. Yeah. That's really why. That's really. I mean, really. That's. It seems so mm-hmm. simple. And and if you've ever played any sport, yeah. the goal is is just to be where you need to be at the right exactly, time. Exactly. Um, right, right time. Yeah. Watching James Harden would be a perfect example. Let's go back to the Rockets since we were talking sure, about go sports. Ahead, go ahead. Um, being being uh, living living out here and in flux between the Cavs and the Lakers and 
Spokane mm-hmm. basketball life. There's a guy named Kyle Wilcher who was playing for the Rockets. He just got cut, by the way. I know, I saw that. He's playing in Spain. I, I yeah. He just came in on his way out, and I, I actually oh. had a chance to talk to him. Oh, cool. But he's still a big Rockets fan. Oh, okay. Um, I really wanted to see um, LeBron go to the Rockets for some weird reason. Mm, yeah. I thought there was a shot there, but he wouldn't do it mm. because he's ethical. He won't just jump on a big team. Right. right. Ethics. Ethics. Um, but for some weird reason, I'm finding myself really interested in what Houston's doing. Mm. Uh, a lot of it has to do with Dwight Howard not being on there and my mm. love for Chris Paul. Yeah. Chris Paul and yeah. um, and the way James Harden was snubbed out of Oklahoma. Holy cow. What a great sixth player. I know. Or, I mean, we'll just go from here. All right. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, just letting you guys know... Um, Apparently it stopped recording somewhere, so if something doesn't make sense, that's okay. Um, so you were saying about about uh, Rodman and his hair and all that. Oh yeah, we were talking about the uh, where where does uh, where does LeBron stack against all time greats uh, as far as Jordan and um, and Kobe Bryant. And I, I would say, you know, on the court, I'd say they're all neck and neck. Jordan's got the, Jordan has the rings, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, he's got some stats. But, I mean, it's tough because LeBron's coming up to beat all of them on the all-time scoring list. We know that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't didn't didn't he beat didn't didn't Jordan get passed already on all-time scoring? I don't know if he beat him or not. I, but I think he might have passed him recently. He might have passed him recently, yeah. if not tied him. Yeah. Um, which is, is good for me. Um, I know that he's going to have more assists than Jordan. He passed him a long time ago for assists. Yeah. Um, championships doesn't matter to me, I, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, it's about your team in that aspect. And Absolutely. LeBron might be the only player to go to three different teams and win three different championships. That'd be impressive. That's going to be the first, isn't it? Yeah. He'll be the first person mm-hmm. to do that. And you know what's going to happen in, in L.A. He's yeah. not going to move. Just matter time. Just matter time. Um, LA will attract some stars too. Next so, year, for sure. If not this year, definitely next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, but as a person, mm-hmm. as a person, LeBron's just number one. He's a class act. The amount of money he's the given. Schools, tuition yeah. He did. The amount of money he's given back to the schools, uh, paying for all those high schools, college tuitions. You know, local sports teams on every level, like yeah. giving money to education programs. He was wearing a, a T-shirt from a local company, actually based out of, uh, if I'm not mistaken, out of, uh, out of Tacoma. Oh. Um, it says, um, by art, not drugs. Oh, okay. You know, he's, 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 he's an activist. He does what he can for his communities. Right. Um, and it just, it means a lot to me. And that's yeah. that's why we support LeBron the most is because off the court, the guy's a stand-up dude. For sure. Um he doesn't sue local steakhouses and butcher shops for using his name and, name and likeness. Like Jordan. And he certainly doesn't have any rape allegations. Right, right. Um, right. And, and I'm not meaning to take stabs at them, but, yeah, I mean, yeah. it says something. Right. You know, we talked um, about the 30 for 30 Believe Land. Your thoughts overall on that documentary? I think it was very well done. Yeah. I think the guy that was sitting there, I think it was a, a sports writer, mm-hmm. taking his kid to the ball game, yeah. you know, and talking about the economics and the hardship that the Clevelanders went through. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about just Cleveland. Right. There's another great one um, that's out there, too. It's an ESPN 30 for 30. Mm-hmm. It talks about uh, Ohio State yeah. and the boys from Youngstown. Yeah, Is that, that what it's called? Um, yeah. It's the same thing. It's, it's mm-hmm. about, you know, industry... 
um, in, in the seventies and eighties that slowly waned away. Yeah. And and this the shell of a town left to pick up the pieces. Yeah. As as we work towards you know, basically taking jobs elsewhere, um, and this isn't a political conversation. Sure. It's just about people clinging to what they know to stay mm-hmm. to stay satisfied in life just to stay up right and um and sports is what we have sports is all we have right uh we sure as hell don't have the weather and we sure <laughs> as hell i mean we don't have the money right so i mean we get to watch our teams win we get to watch our teams lose more often mm-hmm. than not but we get to watch our teams right you know and and the one thing that that believe Lens did was it, it showed like the sense of hope that we have that we'll get back out of this. Yeah. And as Cleveland progresses in economy, the teams will eventually progress as well. It's finally, we're actually surpassing our teams in success. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I mean, it's, it's just really, it invokes a big sense of pride. Yeah. You Absolutely. Know seeing what we've overcome yeah. and the fact that we can still watch our boys play for a fairly you know decent price we talked about being able to go to jacobs field mm-hmm. and have a good time it yeah. might cost 75 bucks but yeah. it's still cheaper than the yankees or oh. the warriors oh yeah for sure i know your answer to this question here but what are your thoughts on the pregame chalk toss of lebron i've never given it any thought okay i've never given any thought um Sports is entertainment, yeah. and um, I thought it was weird that he didn't do it yeah. in, uh, in in Miami. Yeah. I thought it was weird that he didn't do it his first year in Cleveland, and then mm-hmm. one day he did it, and yeah. everyone was like, holy shit, this yeah. is the year we're going to win it. Yeah. And yeah. then he did. He did, yeah. And then he kind of stopped doing it again. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if this stems back to his high school days, mm-hmm. um, but I know that they used to put chalk on their hands. Mm, okay. Um, because I mean I know when I'm nervous I, I used to shoot pool sure and I chalk up yeah, <laughs> I mean for sure uh, why he throws it in the air like that I think mm-hmm. it just became a thing and yeah. I don't know I I guess isn't it, what's the, what's the conception what does the people say I love it do they say do they know. say it's egotistical is it some bullshit or is it cool Dan Patrick who I think is the voice of reason in this country for sports <laughs> he's a he's the biggest name in sports radio or talk yeah. show whatever. Um, he loves LeBron to it, like, from here to the end of the earth. He's Oh, cool. And he's, uh, people always talk about, about, about LeBron, but he says he loves the pregame chalk because it's, like, entertainment, you know? It's, like, it's what it's all about. It's just so, letting him know you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to war. I mean, not war, but, you know, mm-hmm. let's, let's go to battle, whatever. Um, now, question here I have for you. Um... What were your thoughts at the time of the decision and how it all went down and how it was perceived in Ohio at the time? Um, there was this weird group of people from Ohio that thought LeBron was going to stay. Okay. Um, I don't know what the hell's wrong with them because anyone with any sense of reason will see a kid that went from 18, 19, 20 to 21, a 20-year-old boy, Mm 22-year-old boy. Yeah. Um want to spread his wings after four years of not winning the championship yeah i mean he was put up as the prodigal son they mm-hmm. they treated him like the king they called him the king right and he didn't win and what they start doing they started attacking him mm. um lebron wants too much to win a championship i remember seeing that in an akron beacon journal oh really 
that. Yeah, because he said he wanted to get an outside shooter, and he wanted a good postman. Oh, that's... And yeah. they gave him Shaq and Antoine Jameson, and yeah. Shaq's good in the post, but he's too damn old, and Antoine Jameson, he's not a shooter. Yeah. He's a joke. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, to answer your question, I yeah. mean... I saw it coming. Yeah, I knew yeah. he was going to leave. Yeah. And I like the idea of him going and, and trying to put something together for the United Way to raise money. Mm-hmm. Um, and that got a lot of criticism in ESPN. I think I think What's they screwed name? the pooch. Yeah. Um, but it's, it is what it is. And it's yeah. the reason why LeBron was so... Transparent with meeting other teams and talking and mm-hmm. and and letting the world know his position on leaving. Um, and and the, the, the when they came back in 16 or mm-hmm. not, I'm not sure what year it was, he came back maybe maybe or 14, 15. Yeah. So he just did a little a letter to SI and that's all he did. So it was just a little. Well, he was super cool about it. It was yeah. it was, and I love that he did it through Sports Illustrated, not ESPN. Right. And that says a lot about the way ESPN handled things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, what's the name of the Cavs owner? Um, Brown. It's not. I'm thinking of it's, Jimmy Haslam, but no. that's not him. It's Dan Gilbert. Dan right? Gilbert. Dan Gilbert. Dan Gilbert. What a piece of shit. Is the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, and really that's what it comes down to because mm-hmm. it down. And we talked about this as well, if it wasn't cut off. Yeah. That <laughs> it's about having ownership. Um, that players want to work for. Right. You know, really, you don't go to uh, apply for a job that isn't paying much, isn't being very successful, doesn't right. have people that like you, mm-hmm. uh, or has shitty customers, right. um, and the owner sucks. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, would you apply there? No. So why on earth would anybody come to Cleveland to exactly. play basketball? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fans want to see, Cle- uh, like, want to see LeBron. Yeah. Um, the ownership sucks. It doesn't yeah. pay well because they're going to be capped out on J.R. Smith. Right. You know, I mean, right. there's no point. Yeah. There's no point to go to Cleveland. So I don't blame anyone yeah. for, for wanting to bail. And I certainly don't blame uh, LeBron for going to Miami. The yeah. kid needed to go to college. Exactly. So he learned in, in, um, in Akron or in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. He played his game. And then when it was time for him to move on and study abroad, he went to Miami. And he had to learn how to win. Yes. He had to learn how to win and lose gracefully, and he yeah, did. Sure did. Now, we're talking about this earlier in the podcast, but just your thoughts when LeBron left for the first time to go to Miami, their thoughts on the Cats fans burning all their jerseys for, of LeBron James. I was so mad that they didn't eBay him. <laughs> I would have bought some. In yeah. fact, I, I just put, um, I want to say about $150 down. I bought three LeBron jerseys. Uh, one of the gray ones that say the land. Oh, okay. Uh, nice. One of the white ones. I, I bought some cool Le, uh, LeBron jerseys because yeah. everyone's marking them off this year. Yeah. But everyone burning their jerseys was ridiculous. Right. For them to be so upset mm-hmm. about a player moving on is right. just... It's business. It's yeah. stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, he wanted to win a championship. He's yeah. got goals. He's got things to do. And, you know, I, I kind of think he wanted to do it for his mama. I think his yeah. mom wanted him to move to the coast. So. Yeah. I was watching... I thought it was Billy Lamb, but it was some YouTube documentary about LeBron James. So. More than a game. More than a that's game. what it is, and that's what I was telling you about oh, earlier. We couldn't okay. figure it out. It's called More Than a Game. It's pretty. I watched some of it. I watched part of it, but in this um, doc, I was watching part of it. Um, this local sportscaster anchor said that he put LeBron James 
in the same breath with Art Modell in Cleveland and in the Hall of Shame when he went to Miami Your Thoughts on those comments, those comments, because it's like ridiculous, you know. Well, Art I'm Modell sure. And LeBron you know, James. I, I'm sorry, but who was that announcer? I have no idea. I didn't know his name. Point. Yeah. <laughs> Checkmate. 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 Yeah. I mean, that yeah. guy's, no one knows who the hell that guy is anymore, yeah. then, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And you know what? At the time, they might have thought that, but mm-hmm. LeBron came back and did what he did. Mm-hmm. He, he kept his promise. Mm-hmm. So, what's the big deal? Right. So, a few more things here for you. Um, at the time, what were your thoughts of him coming back to Cleveland to come back mm-hmm. home? your thoughts at that point were, were you overcome with emotion at that point I actually was really happy I remember yeah. I remember seeing something about it um, someone saying that LeBron's contract's up and he's not signing with Miami um, and I was like yeah that's all spec you know I know how they talk yeah um, skip Bayless yaks mm. more than anyone right and then I remember like seeing a little bit of information on it um, uh, regarding uh, his problems with Pat Riley mm. and that threw me for a loop I was like what um, and then all of a sudden I see something about him and Dan Gilbert talking mm-hmm. and I was like gosh he might be going back to Cleveland yeah yeah and then he and then two weeks later there's a letter to Sports Illustrated and mm-hmm. then it's announced and yeah. it was just like holy shit yeah but then I remember sitting back and thinking to myself I don't think him and Kyrie can do it alone Right, right. Because the Celtics were looking hot. Yeah. You know, and um, and the Wolves were looking good. Mm, all the, um, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. And uh, I, I just remember thinking to myself, gosh, you know, there's a lot of young players, and I just don't, I don't. I remember, I remember thinking about how nice it was, and I remember thinking about how everyone who burned their jerseys is going out and buying some. Buying some. And I remember calling a couple friends, and I remember them being just super, super like, you know what? I don't even care. If LeBron. You know <laughs> what? He left us, he's just gonna oh, leave us again and God. let's see if he wins us a champion. You know what I mean? Yeah. And two yeah. years later, guess yeah. what? We did it. It's cool. Speaking of that, LeBron wins the NBA channel in twenty sixteen. Um, is all forgiven, um, with Cleveland fans off of how things he left before he left. Oh, easily. Yeah, it's easily. All, all forgiven. I mean, yeah, it's 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 not even it's it's like it was more of Cleveland apologizing to LeBron. Yeah. It wasn't even like LeBron. It, it was a it was a wake up call. Yeah. You know. The friend that you called, did he say after they won? Did he say anything about LeBron at then at the time? Uh, we're at the fourteen minute mark on this. Put that thing on on hold, and I'll tell you exactly what he did. After yeah. after a long dramatic pause. <laughs> All right, so after a long dramatic pause, we ran upstairs, we grabbed my closet, and we're holding up this little t-shirt here, it's blue, and it says 216, which is my old area code. My phone number was 216-877-1632. It was changed to 330 after the borderline switch, but 216 was originally it. And it says the land of miracles, um, and then land is a different color, and and Miracle, CLE is different. Yep. And then the one is the championship trophy. Um, dude that said he was writing off uh, off uh, LeBron saying he'll just leave again ends up printing off a bunch of these t-shirts. He actually sends me one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't help but think, what a, what a hypocrite. <laughs> so It makes money off it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it makes a little bit of money. I got so. two more things for you. Um, do you root for the Seahawks or any any teams in Seattle besides you know whatever, and also Gonzaga at times? 
Um, that's tough. Um, Seahawks, I like to watch them win because, A, they are a local team now. Um, so if I have to pick between two, I'll take my, my Browns. Sure. Um, but I want to see both teams be successful, considering mm-hmm. that we share the same hardships. Yeah. Um, any other teams I root for beyond, when, the C- when, when Seattle gets a hockey team or yeah. a, a basketball team, mm-hmm. I will be so excited. And, oh. yes, I will root for them. Yes. Because I can never forget the joy that I had when we got our Browns back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And plus, having a local hockey team – would be huge. I would oh, yeah. love nothing more than to drive to Seattle once in a while and see some games. Same thing with basketball. Because yeah. um, let's face it, they are cheaper than football games. Mm-hmm. Football tickets can be anywhere between, what, 85 to a couple thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as current teams, I am a huge Sounders fan. Yeah. I love to watch the Sounders play. Um, the jerseys are dope, yeah. the teams are like, exciting. Um, I, I believe it or not, I actually started varsity my uh, freshman year. Okay. Um, well, I dressed for varsity games. Mm-hmm. By my sophomore year, I started. Um, so I was actually a really good soccer player. There you go. Um, so I do follow a little bit of soccer here and there. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't really watch it regularly, but I love when the game's on. I'll make sure to see it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean. Uh, and, and Gonzaga is, is not even fair because I happen to be friends with the coach. Sure. <laughs> um, Mark and I aren't like homies. But you know each other. But yeah, he comes. He's a he's a regular at a restaurant I work at. Um, he and my boss happen to be very close, mm-hmm. and so there's a certain mutual appreciation. Um, and a lot of the team members actually dine where I eat. Oh, um, or, excuse me, dine where I work. Okay. Um, and when they do their recruiting, mm-hmm. um, they do their recruiting at the restaurant I work oh, at. Okay. So it's cool. I, get, I got to see all the new players before they got on. Cool. Um, I have a buddy that actually cuts their hair. He, he is over by Gonzaga is where his shop is. Okay. Um, and uh, Mark's wife, Marcy, actually comes in every morning. Every she morning? Has her bi- yeah, well, I mean, every week. Uh, sure. She has her Bible study group and then okay. uh, on Thursdays and then every other day or so she'll come in and get coffee. Nice. Um, so there's a, there's a cool association uh, with Gonzaga being a home team. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, when it comes to home teams, Gonzaga is perfect, um, and I'll root for them all day. Yeah. Um, I like to see them win. Um, will I root for them over my Buckeyes? When the two played, Buckeyes won one, Gonzaga won one. Yeah. Uh, we've we've met in the tournament a couple times. Yeah. Um, I just want to see a good game. Good game. Whoever wins, I'll root for the winner. Beyond yeah. that, okay. But um, I prefer I prefer Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. I have a I have a signed Greg Odom jersey. Do you? Yeah. That's awesome. She was uh, good. He could have been fantastic. Just the injuries. Well, he had you know he had a congenial knee problem. Oh, did he? Yeah, he had uh, uh, an issue with the, the cartilage in his knees were uh, disintegrating. Oh, okay. Um, but he's an athletic director for them now, so which is cool. oh, is he? Yeah, he's still he's he, still with. He's the AD. He got his. He's one of them. Um, uh, he's either an assistant or something, but yeah, he uh, he went back to went to went back to Ohio State, yeah, finished that. his degree, yeah. and then now he works with, now he works for them. That's that's awesome. So that's so yeah. Because Adam Morrison went to the NBA and then he came back to Gonzaga now he's on the radio. That's cool. He got um, and Adam Morrison got a, a raw deal sure because he was doing okay with the Bobcats. He got yep. picked up by the Lakers. Didn't get to touch a basketball ever again. Towards ACL, yeah. and he was told that he was like one of the NBA's worst yeah. 
like flops. But you know what the thing is though, yeah. is that he was written up as a gun-toting whatever, you know. And really, he's a good dude. Yeah. He was a little weird, but the guy was involved in real estate. Yeah. He worked for a living, and he's very responsible and respectful. Yeah. He's just a quiet guy. A black guy yeah. And um, a good friend of mine who happened to play for Gonzaga mm-hmm. said some pretty shitty things in an interview yeah, about I, him. I heard it. Yeah, I heard about And that. it yeah. sucks because yeah. I'm friends with both of them, and yeah. I just want to ask him, like, yeah. why would you say that? You yeah. know, right. knowing it's not true. Yeah. But my last thing I have here for you is um oh yeah you, you dub also right you like you dub yeah pretty up as well now um final thoughts on all things cleveland sports and where do you see the future of cleveland sports going forward cleveland's always going to be cleveland they're always going to be like disregarded as just another team i mean when uh, Francisco Linder and, uh, and and the tribe. We went to the World Series, mm-hmm. and we had a really raw deal uh, with the way that uh, the way that last game or that last Cubs. game in the World Series yeah. panned out. Right. Uh, we were on a hitting rally, and then rain delay. then rain delay, and then all of a sudden we're on the defense, and I don't know what happened. It was over. We had it. We had this in the bag. Yeah. Um, and and we'll always be known as as. I mean, the team that, yeah, was just lucky. You just yeah. got, you guys were lucky to even be there, you know. Right, right. And, right. but honestly, the proud thing is, is that we'll take it. Absolutely. You know, I being mean. being a fan in Cleveland is like being a fan in Seattle. Is like mm-hmm. being a fan in Milwaukee, probably. Yeah. Um, you're just thankful to be a part of it. You just, you, yeah. it keeps you humble. Absolutely. You know, and Absolutely. it makes you recognize what it is that that makes us love mm-hmm. sports. Because Patriots fans will never get to feel what we feel. Well, Patriots fans. Like old, like way back, they know. Then they got spoiled, and now they're just obnoxious. None of those fans. None of those fans. Bill Simmons was an old, like Boston through and through. Like he was a young, young kid. Yeah. Even through the Ringer, but most, I would say, majority of Boston fans are newer fans. But a fans. lot of the old Boston fans had something to go to with Boston. Boston baseball was an attraction, even if they didn't win. Mm-hmm. You know. The Big Green Monster, you know, mm-hmm. Fenway Park, yeah. you know, Wrigley Field in Chicago. Like, even the Cubs fans, like, it was a way of life. It wasn't, it's right. not the same. It's not, it's not about the struggle with them. It's about baseball, you know? Yeah. You know, and even then, even when Boston was struggling, they were still potentially mm-hmm. making the playoffs. Right. They were always had, they always had runs. Yeah. So, they don't count. Yeah. <laughs> they don't count. Absolutely. Tampa Bay Bucks fans might feel our struggle. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think so. Uh, well, they won a Super Bowl, though, so. Did they? Yeah. When was that? Warren Sapp, uh, Brad Johnson, against the Raiders. That was a long time ago. John Gruden. It wasn't that long ago. Is when John Gruden went from... Uh, Gruden was coach, from, coaching, right? From the, from the, the Raiders to the Buccaneers. And then... No. It was the 80s. No, no. John Gruden? No. This is like 2000 and... The Buccaneers won a Super Bowl? Yeah, they freaking whooped the ass out of the Raiders. Yeah. It was Dungy versus Gruden. 2003? Yeah, it was was like not too too far back. (laughs) Where was I? Um, (laughs) Cleveland? LeBron James land? I have no idea, man. I don't know, but... um, Well, it's been a nice couple hours talking yeah. i'm not sure how much we got on there but hopefully a good majority of it 
<laughs> Hopefully you can do something with it. Yeah, it, it, it's salvage. I've had worse. Here we are talking about Cleveland sports, and I keep changing the subject to other teams. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it, there, there, there's no set, you know, you know, conversation. It's just organic. Yeah. It's, it's chat. Sure. It's not just organically comes together. Yeah. But uh, I want to thank you for having me on. I mean, uh, thank you for having coming on my podcast. Ozzy, it was having, a pleasure. Having me out to your place, nice place you got out here. For those of you who don't know that we are sitting on my front porch. Um, in the woods? Kind of in the woods, yeah. <laughs> we got this big old house with the big front porch, yeah. uh, quiet street in front, yeah. and a big old box elder tree shading us, and it's just, mm-hmm. it is so peaceful out here. Um, so. Do you want to plug anything you have going on? Any businesses you want to plug, anything like that? Oh, gosh, let's see. Um... Yeah, 15, wow. 1530? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do a, I do a small graffiti thing. Um, I grew up, like I said, I grew up in, in Akron, which is not always the best part of town. Uh, I yeah. used to paint trains uh, yeah. growing up, and uh, I've turned my graffiti into a business. So if there's anyone listening that likes mural work done, I do a lot of fun trade-outs. Um, it's desmond.boston at gmail.com is my email address. There just, you go. You know, I throw out a couple things here and there. Do you sell that sweatshirt, by the way? Yes, I do. Yes. The, the Oregon, the, the Oregon. Yeah, we ducks. did an Oregon Ducks one. Um, a lot of my friends were Oregon fans. Um, the year I whooped everyone's ass in the Rose Bowl uh, <laughs> as a Buckeye fan. I'm not, uh, I'm not really a Ducks fan, but all the Ducks, though, the Ducks. It was feathers. it was the jerseys. It was when they switched yeah. over to those those battle wing oh, jersey things. Yeah, the feathers looked like little knife blades or something. It was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, you know, I, I don't I don't really need to plug anything. Sure, that's you know? fine, yeah. Not a problem. Well, as always, you can find me on Twitter at AussieTellsAll, Snapchat, um, Oz on Sports, and, of course, Instagram, AussieTellsAll. Now, <laughs> I'm Desmond1530 on Instagram, I guess. There, there you go. Watch me do my thing. <laughs> here's my car wheels, and here's my... It's like, okay, yeah, so I've got a couple build threads for some cars I've I've built. Yeah. Um but really, I mean Yeah. I've got a couple I've got a couple pieces um coming up uh for, for a graffiti project. Mm, uh okay. if you uh if you do care about businesses at all, this is a fun one. Um there's a guy named Dave Nixon, he runs uh Dave Nixon's fabrication. He uh, mm. uh is building um custom pipe roll cage and, and car parts. Uh, he does other incredible welding and fabrication. He um, is doing a fantastic job. He's going to do some work on my car. Uh, in return, I'll do um, a couple murals in his new shop. There you go. So um, I let me pull a plug up for you real quick. Okay. Um, Dave Nixon Fabrication. Mm-hmm. Uh, DMN Fabrication is uh, is the name of his company. Look it up. Okay. Uh, he's on Facebook. Sweet. He does incredible stuff. Awesome. So good to hear. No. Doing well. Well, um, thanks again for coming on the podcast and having me out to your place and the beers and whiskey and all that pizza <laughs> and all that good stuff. And as always, um, thanks for listening, subscribing, and supporting. Good night.